for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out all the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. You can make AmericaOutloud.com your one-stop shop for all your news needs. Hope you're all having a great week. Rob and I are going to be joining you tonight, going to be talking about a lot of the recent news that the media has been talking about and things that have been taking place around the world. I know last week we briefly discussed with Heather Robinson about Elon Musk suspending the CNN journalist, and there's been more to the story since then. Elon Musk claims that people have been following his family after this alleged doxing happened. Um, I said I wasn't a fan of it. I don't like anybody being suspended. However, Rob came in a little different and said he agreed with the decision to suspend Elon or for Elon Musk to suspend the CNN and New York Times journalists that he accused of doxing him. And the thing about the doxing that bothered Elon is they were sending out his real time location where he was at. It's a little bit different because you can't really dox a celebrity, right? People already know everything about them. But I guess if you're tweeting out or linking to an article that shows exactly where they're at and when they're going to be there. It is a little bit different and it can be a serious situation, particularly with Elon living in a city like San Francisco, which is very liberal. He's fired a lot of employees. So a lot of people from that city do not like him. So I understand where he's coming from, that it is dangerous. And he's trying to set the precedent that no matter who you are, you will be in trouble for doxing. But even people like Barry Weiss, who has released a lot of these Twitter files, uh, has came out against Elon for this ban. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts now on this Elon Musk ban to the CNN journalist, who he has said he will bring back? This is not a permanent ban, so I think people are overreacting quite a bit. But I think Elon maybe is unnecessarily throwing himself into the middle of this situation to where people are going to say he's playing uh, partisan politics. What are your thoughts? Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. And like you said, we've been discussing this following the Twitter files that have been released and discussing Twitter uh, being owned by Elon Musk. I think this is much to do about nothing. I think that people really need to take a step back and look at what's happening here, understand what's going on. I don't blame Elon Musk for banning those reporters. I don't care if he was doing it for free speech or whatever. He owns a company. Let him do whatever he wants to do. And I think that that should be the position of conservatives. He owns it, as you guys said previously, so he can do whatever the hell he wants to do. Now, as far as free speech, this has nothing to do with free speech. These guys were deliberately trying to make his location known so that people could go out and harass him. It's all okay and fun and games until someone gets killed. And then when someone gets killed, well, we can't blame them for doing it because people just acted on their own. No, 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 no. We got to stop that. Conservatives have got to stop it. You look at what happened to Steve Scalise. You look at what happened to many of people on Trump's cabinet, his administration, how people went out and attacked them and doxed them. This has got to stop. These people are deliberately going after individuals whose ideology does not in uh, line with theirs. Now, Elon Musk is not a conservative. He's a liberal. He might be a moderate. But what he has done is that he has taken away the sandbox 
that liberals usually convene and rhinos, because there's some rhinos like Mitt Romney in there as well, and Susan Murkowski, and uh, Susan Co Lisa Murkowski, and Susan Collins, and I said Mitch, Mitt Romney, and what's the other character's name? Uh, Mitch McConnell, although he's hardly ever on Twitter, but you know, you get the drift. This is all mirrors and smoke screens. They want you to think, well, he's doing exactly what he says shouldn't happen. No, he's not. Let's just stop it. There is a thin line. There is a fine line. And as I mentioned, if someone were to get hurt, had his children or someone, his, someone, his close family gotten hurt, the first thing they would have said is that, well, you can't blame people for releasing that information because it's public information. Yeah, it's public information. His address, maybe. You can find that. But where he's going, him moving about here and there, that's not public information. That's private information. Don't get it twisted. Barry Weiss, I'm sorry. I know that you're releasing the Twitter files. Okay, but you're still a lefty, just like Matt Taibbi. They're still lefties, and we can't lose sight of that. I think many times conservatives, what they lose sight of when they think someone who's on the left is saying what we want them to hear, it's like, oh, we're going to embrace them the same way with Kanye West. Kanye West has said a lot of beautiful things, but when he first came out, we always cautioned everyone and said, remember, he's still on the left. He's still on the left, just like the congressman from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, though she's saying a lot of things that we like to hear, and I said, that's fine, but remember, she's still on the left. She's still on the left. Christine Cinema. I'm going to be an independent. Oh, conservative. Oh, gracious. Oh, look at what she's saying. Yeah, but she's still on the left. That does not that does not mean that they're going to embrace your ideology. So when we get to Elon Musk and what he's doing, now, I don't care if he's doing it because he felt that this is a threat and you were doxing people. Remember when, uh, what's the guy's name? The director, Spike Lee, doxed someone's address and everyone said it was wrong. Even people on the left said it was wrong. And was wrong. You can't do that. And I don't care if you can go online and find someone's information. Why now would you put that online? Why would you put the address of a Supreme Court justice online? If people can find it, let them find it. They don't need for you to put it on social media. See, there's an intent there. There is an intent to cause harm. It's intent to sound the alarms so that some of the wackos out there will go and attack, will go to their personal spaces and attack them. It's the same thing, and we can't lose sight. But see, what it is is that the left, they're really clever at mixing things up. They think, oh, well, wait a minute. What is he doing? He's silencing free speech, and he's this. And that's, that has nothing to do with free speech. We need to understand free speech. Now, in my opinion, there's that old saying that people like to say is that you have free speech, but you can't go inside of a crowded theater and shout fire. Well, why can't you? That's free speech. Well, because if you do that, uh, people will start running out and they'll cause a lot of harm. Really? They don't have to run out. They can look and see if there's fire. And certain pe some people don't even run out. So what do you mean by you can't say that? To me, that was a flawed example. And I always questioned it. You can't in a crowded room shout fire or someone's got a gun. Why not? It's free speech. I could be lying about it. So anyone's guess. But whereas if I'm putting someone's address out there, their location where they are, Someone's going out to dinner, and I'm saying, oh, by the way, Elon Musk is here going out to eat. Why would I do that? People don't need to know that I'm going out to eat at a particular location unless, unless you're trying to create a situation. You're trying to cause harm, which is what happened when Trump was in office. Many of the people in his administration were doxxed. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. There was another person who was over Homeland Security. I can't think of her name at the moment, but it happened. Maxine Waters came out and said, you get around them and you surround them, you tell them that you're not welcome. 
Cory Booker said the same thing. You go to Capitol Hill, you get in their face. Barack Obama, the former president, who should have never been president, who is causing all this chaos that we have right now, said the exact same thing. You see, there is a difference. But they want you to think that there isn't a difference. So thank you, Barry Weiss, for releasing all the Twitter files. Thank you, Matt Taibbi. Thank you, other journalists. But thanks, but no thanks when it comes to something like this, because I don't trust anything that you say because your intentions aren't honest. And it's sad to say that, that in 2023, we have a lot of people whose intentions are not honest. They're doing this on purpose. They're doing it to hope that you will agree with them and say, oh, well, yeah, they got a point. They don't have a point. They don't have a point at all. So I'm glad he suspended them. And it was only for like a week. And they got their undies all in a wad. Oh, how could he? Oh, my God. And even NBC's newsroom felt that the reporter who was attacking Elon Musk was wrong. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. When I said that I really didn't like the suspension, I was under the impression It was a permanent suspension and that he wasn't just going to bring them back in like a week. I mean, now that we've heard that he's brought them back, this is just no big deal to me in the media. They're focusing on this, so they do not have to talk about the Twitter files. That's the big story here. And they want to just talk about Elon Musk suspending these fake news journalists instead of talking about the FBI colluding with Twitter and big tech to censor conservatives, to ban President Trump, to interfere in the 2020 election. They don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about what he did with these uh, journalists who are fake news anyways. You're right. That's all it is. They're trying to change the conversation. Because when I heard about it, you know me, Andrew, I, I sent you the piece and I said, hooray, he suspended them. Now, I didn't think he was going to do it indefinitely. I thought it was just for the moment. But you can't get away doing things like that. And Like I said, it's intentional. They knew what they were doing. They wanted a crowd to go up and surround him. They wanted to put fear in him. And I'm understanding, according to Elon Musk, is that a he was mistaken, a little Nas or a little rapper, or whoever one of the rappers, someone s- surrounded his car thinking that it was Elon Musk, and they wouldn't allow his car to move. Now, why would they do that? Why aren't we talking about that? Why are we talking about the danger when some fanatical goes in and tries to stop a person? To me, that's more of a conversation. But no one is talking about it because they don't care about that rapper's life. What if that person that had got around him and tried to stop him from moving, going from one destination to the next... And the and the person actually got out of their car and climbed on top of the car of the rapper. Now that's intimidation. Why aren't we following that news story? Why aren't we trying to find out what happened to that person? Was he arrested? Now, if it happened in California, we know that he'll probably get out because of the DA there, Gascon. And now they got the in in LA they got the first black mayor. Again, this is all virtue signaling. It's all she's just a a token. That's it. Now, we used to hear about the word tokens back in the day. This is a token. This is a token election because we all know that she's not going to do anything. We all know that the city is not going to improve. We all know that she's going to go around and say, oh, black people are being surprised. Oh, let's look at reparations. The same thing with New York City, Eric Adams, another token. The same thing in San Francisco, Bree London, another token. The same thing in uh, New Orleans, Sharon, whatever her name is, another token. And you look all around you. These are all token mayors. Mayors of these big cities, they're all there for identity politics. They're tokens. Now, 
in some of the smaller cities, whereby you might have minorities, Indians, or blacks that are being elected and women. Uh, I don't, I can't say that they're token because people are really looking at, I think, at some time the issues. But in these other big cities, there are tokens because you had outside money coming in, paying for them to come in. You probably had money from Sam Blank and what is it, Blankman Freed, and we talked about him the other day. $39 million he gave to the Democrat Party to win elections. $39 million. I think that he created F that FTX Bitcoin just to give Democrats money, to launder money to the Democrats. If you had a really good, smart lawyer who wasn't afraid of the woke crowd, he would connect the dots and just say, folks, it's plain and simple. This was created. He was given all this leeway so that he could launder money to the Democrat Party. Yes, there were some few rhinos like Mitt Romney, Lisa Mikowski, and Susan Collins, and Mitch McConnell that got some of the money. But for the most part, it was for the Democrats, and that's how they won the elections. Let's just be clear on this. We can no longer hide and say we can't speak the truth. Oh, we got to guess. No, it is what it is. It doesn't take rocket scientists. This guy, 30 years old, didn't have an accountant. He had everything in his head because he went to MIT, and everyone saw this. Like I said, all these big financial institutions, they all saw it, but they didn't want to say anything because his dad was someone important because he went to MIT, and he was a I think a professor, he and his mom at Stanford. So no one wanted to say anything. But this is how the Democrats roll. This is what they do. They roll this way. And we don't say anything about it. We just move on, just say, oh, shoo, 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 shoo. Let's give them all these excuses. It is time that we wake up and call it for what it is. It's time we've got to wake up because this does not make any sense. We have got to start calling these people out for what they're doing. And we can't give in to what they're saying and be afraid. We can't do it because this is extremely dangerous. So I will say to Elon Musk and what he did, congratulations. I'm glad you did it. And had he suspended them indefinitely? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> why, why should I care? He owns it. You know, but people come on, well, he can't. It's like, what do you mean? When, when Jack Dorsey was doing it, you didn't care. Look how long people went without being on Twitter and how the Democrats, the left, they were able to get their propaganda to the American people. And it was, that's all it was, propaganda, and how they indoctrinated people into believing and thinking the way they think. Now, to unindoctrinate them, I mean, to get all this out of their heads, we've got to have some type of intervention, a major detoxing of these people. Because you look around you, you look at what's happening, people think that right, I mean, wrong is right. And that's scary. Wrong is not right, and it never has been. And I am going to stand on that, and I am going to keep talking about it until the new year. Because the country has just like gotten so far out. And you know what's also sad, Andrew? Is that it's, it has it's taken a person who was not born here, who came here, immigrated here from South Africa to Canada, and then here became a citizen, and then recognized what was happening in our great country, what the left was doing to free speech, and how they were trying to silence people, and how they were trying to, how they hijacked an election. It took a person who was not born here, who I guess studied our constitution, studied our civic books and said, this is not supposed to be. Whereas you have conservatives, deep pocket conservatives, like the Koch brothers, sitting around and letting this happen. And then wanted to cry, oh, woe is me. You're letting this happen. How could you? Too much, to whom much is given, much is expected. 
And if you have deep pockets, you would think you would come out and say, no, I don't want my country to be this way. But see, they don't care about the country. They only care about what they can get. And they hide behind, I'm a conservative because, you know, I'm a conservative. No, you're not. You're not a conservative. Shame on you for allowing this country to fall down the way it has fallen down and allowing the left so much power. Because you know that they were probably getting reports saying, hey, look at what's happening here. And if we don't do X, we don't do D. This is what's going to happen. But they didn't care because the only thing they were concerned with was making money. And then they want to go out and tell us, well, I'm going to give money here, and I'm going to give money here, and I'm going to give money here. I'm not impressed by any of that. I'm not impressed by the money that you give to these colleges and thinking I'm helping out education, knowing that the people that are teaching and doing the instructions are liberals. But you won't devote money to a cause that will help conservatives or devote money to a cause that will help the country. And that's the reason why the country has fallen down. So all you deep pocket conservatives wanting us to look at you and like, oh, I, I don't care anything for you. And see, and that's one of the problems with these local Democrat parties is that you have these rich conservatives that want to do a lot of talking and do nothing else. Because see, they're immune to everything that's going on. But the others who have values, American values, get Christian values, we have to suffer. We're at the hands of these woke, evil individuals. Shame on you. Shame on you all. Yeah, very well said. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, and it costs nothing to go to the website, read the reviews, check out the products, and you can now save 25% off your first order with the promo code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, and when you check out, use that promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ames. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Let the silent voices be heard. 
It was the rallying call that started it all. It's a wide spectrum of programming, from world and political news to societal and cultural stories. Six amazing years of news blogs, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we're going to continue our discussion on Elon Musk and the new Twitter. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Rob, but in the past week, he's brought back Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, which is a welcome addition to Twitter. It's good to see him back. He came back saying that he's going to uh, melt the voting machines into prison bars, which I guess was his way of saying that the election was stolen. And he's still going to talk about how the election was stolen, which I'm kind of confused about because I got censored about a week and a half ago for talking about these elections being stolen so i'm not sure if uh, that's okay to talk about on twitter now or what i guess that remains to be seen if they're going to keep penalizing people who bring up that the 2020 or 2022 elections were stolen so i'm interested to see what elon Musk does with that hopefully he lets people come on and say it because um absolutely we should be able to it's probably why I lost my original count to begin with as I was talking about how the election of 2020 was stolen. But in addition to Mike Lindell, he brought back Ed Krasenstein and his brother, another Krasenstein brother. And it's like these guys were always anytime you went to a President Trump tweet back in like 2017, 2016, these guys were always at the top just saying something stupid, ripping President Trump. And yeah, they've been brought back to Twitter. They're total liberals. And uh, they took no time in insulting Elon Musk when they were back on Twitter for uh, some of his right-leaning views, as they put it. But I agree that they should have probably been brought back on. I think they were kicked off for something to do with stealing money or something in the first place from their supporters. Um, I'm not really sure about that. But I'm glad to see anybody get back brought back because i believe everybody should be on social media but rob you and i we still have not been reinstated but what are your thoughts on elon musk bringing back some of these accounts that were previously banned well i think it's good and you mentioned that you were suspended for talking about elections being stolen what you got to remember is that although elon is cleaning house there are still some residuals that are there there are still people that are there that are doing censoring and doing things that they should not be doing. And I learned that the other day, someone was talking, they were saying that they still, they're trying to wheedle out these individuals. I mean, you still have some people there that are in control of accounts. They're, they're pretending to go along just to fit in. I mean, think of the attorney who was there, James Baker, when Elon took over and thought, okay, got all the upper, the people at the top, they're all cleaned out, but James Baker was still there censoring information. 
So I would think that if whoever sent it your account, that might be some algorithm, something that you said, that as soon as you tweeted it, boom, it automatically suspended you. And he probably hasn't looked at that little small detail. And if he has, there's some other algorithm. I mean, the way I see Twitter, it's like a, a minefield that you had a lot of liberals that were there. I start to say libertards that were there coming up with all these algorithms at the bequest of Yol. What is the guy's name? Looking at looking at my notes. Yol Roth. Yol Roth who thought he was Mr. King Censor, this guy should be arrested. I don't know why he's still out there breathing my air, breathing my airspace. He should be arrested. He should be arrested as well as Biyaya Gadad, as well as Paral Gawal. I'm probably mispronouncing their names, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. They should all be arrested, okay, for going against our constitution. Now, there are some people that are saying it was a private company. Please stop it. Stop it. They were censoring free speech at the request of the FBI and the CIA. Okay, we just got to accept the fact that our government is corrupt under the Biden administration. Elvis Chan, who worked for the FBI in cybersecurity, he was a senior FBI officer, is on record saying what he was doing, meeting with big tech. And telling them, this is coming, that is coming. Now, I just want to ask a question. Why is it that they haven't gone to some of the schools and said, hey, there's a possibility that there's going to be a school shooting, or going to some of the clubs saying, hey, this is on our radar. Did they, were they not looking at that? But they were able to go through a back door and look at Rudy Giuliani's emails and what he was saying about the New York Post and the Hunter Biden story because they didn't want that out there. Why didn't you want that out there? Biden is a public figure. He's a public servant. We should know if he's corrupt. Christopher Ray, the, the guy's corrupt. I don't care what you tell me. He should be in jail. He will probably never go to jail. Dr. Fauci will probably never go to jail. But all these people should go to jail. And you know why they won't go to jail? Because Americans are so big on icons. We're so big on that. Well, they did this. They did that. We can't. I don't care. That is the reason why we're at this state right now. Because we're so busy trying to, to protect people. We're so busy, don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama might not be in jail, but I would definitely haul their asses before Congress and say, what the hell were you doing and what did you do and when did you do it? I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're male or female. But you see, conservatives, they're so scared. But see, if you got someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene out there and say, hey, what do we need to do? Oh, she would take this thing home. Now, she's not the most eloquent speaker. She probably says some things that she should probably be like, oh, you can't, you got to be, you got to temper it. But her heart is in the right place. And that's what we need. People whose hearts are in the right place and are willing to go the distance and are willing to stand up. We don't have that. Now, back to what you were saying. People were being let back on Twitter. The Krasenstein boys and uh, Lindale, Mike Landale. I think it's long overdue. I mean, I thought and assumed that as soon as Musk took over, he was just going to say, okay, everyone that was suspended, let them back on. That's what I would have done. Now, let me tie that into the free speech. People are sitting around saying, oh, he shouldn't have suspended those reporters because of them doxing him. Okay, well, if you feel that way about those reporters, 
Why aren't you feeling the same way about all the other people that haven't been let back on Twitter? Oh, well, he's got to look at their accounts because they were saying things they shouldn't say. Really? Well, how different is what they were saying compared to what the reporters did? So we're picking and choosing, it seems. You see, no one thinks about that. You see how the left, they're able to just like get into your head and get you thinking one way as opposed to the right way? <laughs> it's amazing because if they're serious, these people who are trying to defend these reporters are serious about free speech, they would be out saying, why hasn't he just let everyone back on Twitter regardless of what they said? <laughs> it's just amazing that people don't stop and think about this. All the other people, like you said, Andrew, we haven't been led back on Twitter. What are, what are they waiting for? Are they going to go through and look at our accounts and say, well, let's look at everything that they said? Are they going to prioritize it? Okay, we're going to put Mike Landale and the Krasnstein brothers before Rob and Andrew. We'll get to their account later. But as far as these reporters, what they said, oh, why did you suspend them? It's free speech. Yeah. yeah, but what we said was free speech. We didn't say to go out and attack anyone. We didn't dox anyone. But yet still, we're still waiting in line to be yeah. let back on Twitter. He also gave a temporary suspension to uh, New York Times Taylor Lorenz. You remember her? She's the one that all kinds of cuckoo ideas. She's totally far left. She's the one that was rooting on China in their lockdowns, uh, just throwing people, locking them in buildings and saying that we were actually the irresponsible ones here in the United States. States just letting people walk around and die. Anyways, uh, she has gotten a temporary suspension due to prior doxing, and she was the one who unveiled the identity of libs of TikTok a few months ago. So, uh, yeah, I guess Elon's being consistent. I guess her doxing incident happened several months ago, but uh, she is still being suspended for it. So he's just trying to be consistent on this issue. Right, trying to be consistent. And I'm sure she can't wait to get back on. She wants to get back on so she can continue doing what she was doing, as are so many other people. So when I heard about this whole thing that he has suspended those reporters, like I said, when I sent you the uh, the text message, huh, I'm glad. I don't care. Well, why, why should I care? Because we know that there are still people in the Twitter walls that are probably still trying to censor people. And for all we know, they probably took our accounts and probably hit them, probably put them up onto all these algorithms that it's very difficult to find. But eventually, maybe by 2024, 2025, <laughs> we'll be let back on Twitter, or I'll be let back on Twitter. But as I said, when he lets me back on, I'm going to go on and I'm going to continue the tradition. I'm going to continue doing what I was doing because I did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. Whereas other people, they did something wrong, and it was on purpose, and it was intentional. They wanted to cause harm. They wanted people to suffer. They didn't care about what was going to happen. You look at how they organized all the rallies. The, well, I said rallies, the protest. The protest, yeah, right. They weren't protests, they were riots. Look at how they organized it on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, meet here at a particular time. And what's interesting is that they use code words and it was protected by the folks in Twitter. I will never, ever, ever forgive Biaja Gadad or Pragawal Gural. I'll never forgive them for what they came to our country and did to an American application, an American institution. They came here and they turned it to some third world regime 
pitting Americans against Americans. That's what they did. Google, the head of Google is doing the exact same thing. And when you look at the genesis as to where they came from, now, maybe they weren't born here in America. Well, they weren't born here in America. I don't know about the guy, the head of uh, Google. But his parents weren't born here. Let's just say that. So you know that they probably heard the stories from their parents as to what happened to them in their country. Because they're good as far as telling their kids about history. Americans aren't so good about that. But they're good. So they're going to come here and be set at the top of an American company and then drag in their third world repressive ideas to those countries. Shame on you. Shame on you all. We help get you here, give you an opportunity, and then you're going to turn these companies until these little third world dreams have these different layers of these are people at the top. We like them. The people in the middle, they're okay. But the people at the bottom, we don't like them. We're going to keep suppressing them. Shame on you. And if Americans were to wake up and stop being afraid to being called racist and all these other things, you would see through it also. It's shameful because that's exactly what they did. Came here. And then you can look at the overlords. Jack Dorsey, he just sat there and let them run amok. And then when he got scared, like, oh, my God, this is getting out of control. This is getting a little bit, a bit unruly. I should probably step down. And I can step down and deny plausible deniability. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see it. Give me a break. Had you stayed out of the yoga room, stop giving all those piercings, stop trying to, oh, I'm in the light and I'm this, and focus on what you were doing. You would have seen through it. Like I said, he should be in jail. If I were a politician, if I were on the heel right now, I would be nonstop. I would be writing resolutions. I would be writing bills. I would be trying to find different people that agree with me and say, the new year, all these people need to march before Congress. And I don't want any of these long dissertations with this is who they were, this is what they did, because we already know. And if you don't know, you don't need to know. And then I would just ask the question, Jack, you lied. Why did you lie? Well, no, we're going to start there. You lied. Why did you lie? Run the tape. Show them the tape. This is what you said. Why did you lie? And then I would bring in all the others and do the same thing. And yes, I would call in Adam Schiff. Oh, well, you know, that has never been done. We've never called in a congressman. Okay, there's a first time for everything. Bring him in. Adam, you said you had all the goods on Trump. Remains to be seen. Why did you lie? Why did you lie with the American public? Why were you colluding? I would use their same words. Why were you colluding with big tech? Nancy Pelosi, why were you colluding? And yes, we will get to the bottom of what was going on with your husband. Maybe your husband right. had a sex slave. I don't know. Well, you can't say that. There's, and you, oh, yes, I can say it. I can say whatever I want to say on here on the halls of the floor in Congress, the same way Adam Schiff did. I can say what whatever I want to say. What a farce that was. The media's eyes lit up as soon as that story happened. Oh, we can blame Trump supporters. Then all of a sudden, when they found started finding out the details and the real story, they just put the kibosh on the story and made everybody stop talking about it altogether. Stop talking about it? No one wants to touch it? I mean, there's two instances whereby this man was entangled with the law, drunk driving. And like I said, I always want to know who was the other passenger? Who was the passenger on the other side? Maybe it was this nudist guy. If Nancy were to stay at home and service her husband, maybe he wouldn't be out there on the lane. And now it looks like she's trying to 
gradually move over so that her daughter can take her seat in Congress. Look, this is not like air, like you can just pass it on. No. And voters, if we we really need to do a complete, a complete investigation as to what's happening, because I do believe there's a lot that's happening behind the scenes and a lot of these states that should not be happening. Preferential treatment, like we already know that this whole unlimited voting, mail-in ballots, we already know that's riddle. And Bill Bard knows it also, and he even said it. But now that he wants to make a name for himself, now that he wants to shut it all down, don't you find it interesting that he's pushing for Trump to be arrested, for Trump to be indicted? Oh, yeah, they've got the goods. Yeah. Why is Bill Barr doing that now? The same Bill Barr who came out and told Wolf Blitzer that mail-in ballots is riddle and that the American people already question our election and that to do that would just mess everything up. What is it that Bill Barr knows that he does not want us to find out? These are the things that the Republican Congress needs to start digging at. But see, they want, because some of them are six degrees of separation, they want to protect the other person. And it's taking someone who became a nationalized citizen, Elon Musk, to say, America, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Remember what you went through to get to where you are. Maybe we should title that show, the show tonight. America, remember, I'm going to write that down. America, dear America, remember who you are. Because we've forgotten. We've forgotten what it took, what we went through to create the United States of America. We've completely forgotten all about it. And everything now is just willy-nilly. One side controls everything, and the rest of us are living in fear because we don't want to be called a white supremacist or racist. Well, by God, you can call me a white supremacist or racist all day long because I will stand for truth, Andrew, no matter what. Yeah, very well said. We will stand for truth here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which you're tuned into, which is available on the America Out Loud iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next going to make a little u-turn here on after dark with robin andrew talk about what's going on in the celebrity and entertainment world here in america uh now that it's been a couple of weeks since the uh, kanye west controversy has taken up all the news there's some other things popping up like harry and megan are back in the news for their new netflix documentary which is just getting bashed all over the world i mean it got horrible reviews in the uk and here in America, it's getting awful reviews as well. I see it seen someone say on social media, the one thing that everyone can agree on is that we want Harry and Meghan both to shut up. I mean, everyone is sick of these two. I don't think any side is particularly a fan of them. And Meghan Markle, her race baiting and 
crave for attention, I think it has just completely backfired and blown up in her face because nobody likes her. She's very unpopular. Harry's this soy boy wimp. Uh, They can talk about how he served in the military all they want, but that doesn't change the fact that this guy is just a sissy now who's letting his wife drag him around and tell him what to do. Completely ruined his image ruined his relationship with his family. I mean, this couple is a disaster, and it's fun to watch uh, unfold them just completely blow apart their careers, and they don't even understand what is happening or see what is happening. Uh, Rob, have you followed any of this Harry and Meghan saga, and have you watched the Netflix documentary yet? Andrew, i got to admit, I have not seen that documentary that netflix special of harry and megan and not that i wanted to see it and i'm not going to see it i think the little snippets that i have seen that's enough to cause me to have uh, indigestion i'm not a fan of harry and megan and to think that netflix paid them a hundred million dollars to make that garbage I, i don't want to say i hope it's worth it because now he doesn't have to worry about living up with his dad or the royal family because they're probably going to just like excommunicate him completely. But like, why would you? I, I try to put myself in his shoes and everything that he went through. And I guess it's very difficult being the spare, knowing that the only reason why you were created, the only reason why your parents came together. Or not, not came together, but at that moment in time to have you is so that if the oldest son, something were to happen, tragically happen to him, you could step in and fill in his shoes. So I guess it had to have been, I guess, along the way, some feeling of, I they, they really didn't love me. They really don't love me. And when they came together to copulate and to create me, it was just so that I could, you know, fill in. But I'm sure that the mom, when she was alive, Princess Diana, I'm sure that she made him feel loved. But after she died, it probably became apparent that he really didn't have a role, necessarily a role in this family, other than the fact that you're just going to step in. And that's just like with, with acting, you have like the main, the lead actress, and then you have the backup. And no one cares about the backup until the lead can't fulfill his or her duties. And then it's like, okay, now you're going to step in. I used to take acting classes and I used to see how it worked and how people would, you know, they cared nothing about that second person, you know, until the main person couldn't perform. And then the second person became the star. And that second person, the standby, wasn't always treated fairly because everyone knew you're just a standby. No one cares about you. So maybe that's how he felt. But then, too, you got to take into consideration the whole Megan effect. I was never a fan of hers when she was on this show called Suits. I never watched it. It was never entertaining. A lot of people swore by it. They thought it was the best thing ever. I don't find her attractive. I think she's just a regular-looking person. But hey, who am I to judge? <laughs> That's just my opinion. Did you ever watch and the show Suits? I never watched the show Suits. And the thing that gets me about Megan is I didn't even know she was black for the longest time until someone uh, pointed out, or probably her, pointed out that she was black. And she's constantly whining and crying about racism and all this. But if you just saw her on the street, you would never even know that she was black or part black, whatever she is. So it's just like she's just such a pander to her race, even though um, 
it's even hard to tell what race she is. She's just trying to play the victim complex constantly. And I never saw her acting career. I'd never even really heard of her until the media started covering her constantly when she was dating Harry. Well, this is interesting that you would say that because because this this breaks it down to another level about her her race. Uh, so when you when you did see her, did anything about race come into play? Or you just saw her just being a regular person? Did you think she was? Did you think well she's white? Or you just said this yeah. is just a regular woman? I I thought she was a white woman. Okay, see, I didn't, and and I think a lot of other black people thought the same. They knew that she wasn't white either. I don't know if it's something it's like this third eye or intelligence that we know, but I know when a person is mixed and I know when they're not. So when I saw her, I, I didn't think that necessarily, like, okay, uh, here's a black woman. She has a show. I just saw her as being an individual on this show that I didn't like, but I knew that she wasn't white. I knew she was black. Okay. It just like, I don't know. I, I knew she was black, but and, and that begs the question, do people, when they see someone, do they ask necessarily, are they mindful of this person is white or this person is black? And maybe I'm not saying it the right way. Like when, I, when I'm watching a show, I don't say, oh, these are black or white entertainers that are in the show. I just, just see an individual that's acting. Now, right. that being said, when it's like a major movie, I'll say, oh, wow. You know, they, the star of the movie is a black person, and the only reason why I would say that is because of the way of the, because of the way society makes us see these things. They will put it out. Oh, they have a black lead, and now more so than ever, that they're always oh the black. Look at the the show, the women, the Amazonian women show. It's a black cast. It's a black director. It's a black, black, black. All black this, all black that. Whereas before, I was never cognizant of it. Now, I would say, well, I wonder if this is a black director, but it, it never ate at me the way it does now. And it's all by design, by this woke, make-believe world, because it's not bedded in reality. Because there's no way we can say that there are six genders. There are only two, male and female. And there's no reason why we should be made to say that a man is a woman, because he feels that he's a woman, as the Miriam Dictionary is now saying, if you think that that has no basis for science, that's nothing to do with science. But yet and still, here we are. Now, pivoting just a little bit more, because I want to get this in also, Kirstie Allen. Kirstie Alley, who was on, uh, what was the show? Uh, Cheers. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She was in Roots. I think that's where she started her career way back in the day. Uh, but definitely she became a star when she was on Cheers, a show that sitcom that came on years in the 80s, I think. Right. She died recently of colon cancer. It was a really quick death. Well, not a quick death, but she found she was sick and then she died. The left used to celebrate her. They thought she was like the best thing ever. And she wasn't just like all into conservatism because she would attack conservatives. But when all this wokeism came out, she was one of the first people to say, this makes no sense. This is crazy. What are we doing? And just like that, they turned on her. They ostracized her. They hated her. They said she was nothing. I mean, they said everything possible negative about this woman. Brings me to my point. She died about two weeks ago. Hardly anything is said about her. Oh, well, she died. Okay, next. 
This too is by design, because the left, in their mind, because she didn't agree with our, our ideology, we're going to forget about her just as quick as she thought she was someone famous. I'm not going to forget about her, and I'm going to celebrate her. No, I didn't like a lot of her wokeism ways, but the fact that she spoke truth to power, the fact that she came out and said, no, two genders, stop all the craziness. You don't have to like Trump, but you need to show respect, and what he's doing is great for the country. But because of that, her obituary, okay, she's dead, she's done, she's dead and done, move on. What are your thoughts about it, Andrew? Right, major respect to her for coming out and sharing what she thought of what was going on in the country and supporting President Trump. And we all know that's just asking to be blacklisted in liberal Hollywood. So she took a big chance coming out and doing the right thing for her country. And uh, yeah, it's very sad that she passed away. I was very surprised. She's one of those women that never really seemed like an old lady to me, you know. Uh, she always seemed like um, the mom from Look Who's Talking to me. That's what I remember growing up with her on, watching those oh, movies. Oh, yeah. With, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, with uh, John Travolta with The Talking Baby. So, uh, yeah, that's what I remember her most from when I was a child. Those movies seemed to always replay on television. So I watched her on that a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's just very sad. And, yeah, her support for our country. She loved America. And she admitted that she was a President Trump supporter. You're right. Hollywood's completely buried this story of her passing away. And she was an acting legend. It'll be interesting to see if at the award shows, I know I won't watch them, but I'll uh, hear about it, I'm sure, if they do any kind of um, tribute for her. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they if they don't. It, because, like you said, she was a supporter of Trump. She was not a conservative, but she liked his ideas. She saw that he loved the country, and she supported that. But when you're on the left, you can't distinguish between the two. It's either our way or the highway, and that's so wrong. And that is the reason why I think the Republicans have to keep pushing harder and harder and harder. That just brings me to the next talking point, Sharon Osborne. Again, another person who's not a conservative. And she agreed with a lot of the things that the left was doing. Okay, but you remember that one instance when they were talking about race and they were talking about Meghan and Harry. This was about, about Meghan and Harry. And how immediately, because she didn't agree with one of the hosts who happened to be a black woman who lied. She was a black woman who lied and said that Sharon Osbourne is a racist. Like, what? She got kicked off the show. Now, of course, she sued and got a lot of money. But because she was standing up, they were attacking her friend, Pierce Morgan, and they were saying that he was a racist. And she said, no, he isn't. He just has an opinion. And they viciously attacked her. And she's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? This is my opinion. But because her opinion wasn't the opinion of the woke left, they had to attack her. And what was her host name? The the other, the black woman, uh, Sherry something. Uh, but they attacked her viciously. And now we found out that she just had a, a medical incident. And she's recuperating at home after the incident. Now, I'm sure a lot of folks on the left. And yes, I'm going to go out and limb and say this. are praying, oh, let's hope she die. Oh, let's hope she die. Oh, let's hope she die. Oh, this, mm. oh, that. Because, see, they can do that. But if someone on the right were to do it, oh, they're mean, and they're this way, and they're that way. 
Yeah. This is all unfortunate, Andrew. Rob, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. You know, these celebrities dropping dead like this. uh, uh, Kirstie Alley, Sharon Osbourne having her health problems. Um, We've heard about uh, Celine Dion and her health problems. Um, I know Bruce Willis has been sick for quite some time, so he's probably not in this discussion. But I would not be surprised if a lot of these celebrities are from getting quadruple jabbed getting all these uh vaccines now that they finally came out and said that these jabs are causing uh blood clots they're finally coming out and saying well ivervectin might not be the worst thing ever uh it's just like what kind of information has the media hidden from us and i'm very glad elon musk has brought back um, dr peter mccullough america out loud's own peter mccullough onto twitter uh since he was suspended for quite some time for speaking the truth but, uh, yeah, I'm very happy to see that these people are finally finding their voice again. But, yeah, I think these celebrity deaths and all these people around the world who we just see dropping unconscious randomly, I think it's directly related to this COVID vaccine jab. I even saw a story where uh, in Europe, some of these vaccines are causing people to have a false positive test for HIV. I mean, this this thing was rushed way too quickly is what it's looking like to me. Well, it was rushed too quickly. And if you recall, Trump said it was going to be Operation Warp Speed uh, because he was trying to get a panacea for all the hysteria that was out there. People felt that, well, at the time, they thought that he wasn't going to get it. So it was going to show him as being a failure. Dr. Fauci came out and said five years. I never will forget that idiot on MSNBC, Joy Reid, laughing and saying, ha, 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 ha. we want to have it for five years or 10 years. And then once they had it, it's like, oh, no. How did he do this? This is impossible. Oh, no, don't take it. We can't take it. It's the Trump vaccine. Don't take it. Even Governor Cuomo here at the time, before he got kicked out of office for sexual harassment, had said that, uh, no, we're not going to take it. No one in New York is allowed to take it. And just as soon as they cheated in the election and got Biden, supplanted Biden as the president, they started pushing it. Oh, it's Biden's vaccine. Oh, Biden, 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 Biden. Oh, you got to take it, you got to take it. And Biden even said that if you take it, you won't get COVID. He even said it was the unvaccinated that were getting people sick. Now we know. The winner of death last year. (laughs) The winner of death. Now we know that a majority of the people that are dying are people that took the vaccine. And see, that's something that Twitter does not want out there. That's the reason why they want to take whole control of Twitter for that platform for as long as they could, the lefties. Because they didn't want people tweeting that. And Andrew, believe it or not, people to this day don't know that a majority of the people that have died are people that had the vaccine. So now, like you said, look at these celebrities. Anne Heche, they said that she was like going crazy or something. I don't know if she took the vaccine and it went to her brain. That's not funny, <laughs> but you, you never know. You just never know. I, for one, I know that my son, who's nine, did not take it. He's not going to take it. He has had COVID twice. Okay. And he's fine. Each time he got it, he was bouncing back. I myself, I took the first shot, did not take any others, and I had COVID. So go figure. But it does, you know, you do need to look at this and wonder, like, what's actually happening here? Like, man, 
but wow. Yeah. And in the media, they've been so dishonest from it from the start. It's just yeah. like, it's hard to know what to believe because they've just been lying constantly in anything that is against the vaccine or against their way of treating the virus. They're just act like you're crazy and they shut it down. Like the, we all remember president Trump, them accusing him of telling people to use bleach. We all know that was fake news. <laughs> the uh, ivermectin was horse paste. I mean, they just had these smear attacks or anything that you could do to try and attack COVID, except what Dr. Fauci, Lord Fauci would say, who yep. is uh, now like retired. Yeah, he's well, he's supposed to be retired, but he's still out there. But I thought it was interesting you brought up the bleach. I forgot about that. Uh, and this is what's so interesting because they say that people don't listen to Trump. But then they said he said to take bleach. People are going to use bleach. He was speaking out loud making a comment, and how the media jumped on top of that. And if you were to ask people, they'll say, did Trump say take bleach? Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. It's like, are you that stupid to think that he was actually saying to take bleach? You're not going to even say, well, maybe he was just thinking aloud or he was just kidding, but you're going to actually say it because, see, they themselves are that stupid and dumb. I'm like, are you serious? But see, and they had, because we're thinking about celebrities, they had celebrities pushing this. Oh, I took it. You take it. Even on the late night show, Stephen Colbert, he did a little jingle dancing around saying, take it. I'm like, is he for real? And I used to like him. I can't even bear looking at him anymore because I see that he's nothing but a propagandist. He's not concerned about Americans. It's only concerned about wokeism. Yeah, now, I didn't how- like any of the other guys that are on late night, but it's 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 crazy. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, that's how they all are. And what happened to Jon Stewart when he was on The Daily Show? That show used to be pretty uh, interesting to watch. He was pretty funny. And now he's just completely woke. I mean, this guy's terrible. Uh, Trevor Noah completely took the show and buried it into the ground, what was once a pretty good show. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, they're all the same, just woke. Late night is in the gutter. Well, guys, we're out of time tonight. We hope that you have a great rest of your week, a great holiday season. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up or a five-star review. You can also go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.